0: On today's show, more on Chris Rufo's report that they are actually sexually abusing your children in your local public schools. The data's there. The facts are clear. This is not speculation. This is not QAnon conspiracy stuff. They're abusing your children. They're grooming. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks so much for listening into the show. Very grateful. All right, today's topic is education again, because I want to talk about this report that I mentioned last week from Chris Rufo, where he's uncovered that our own government is reporting that up to 10% of our students are being sexually abused, harassed. They're being groomed in our Conspiracy theorist, or, or uh, homophobe, or transphobe—they call you. They'll call you every name in the book. They'll call call you a right-wing, religious wingnut. That's what I've been called on the campaign trail as I'm campaigning for county commissioner here in District One, Oklahoma. I'm serious. Even when you're running for a smaller office like that, the left will come unglued if you're an outspoken conservative and you're and you're shining a light on this nonsense. They'll resort to every ad hominem attack that they can think of to try to malign you and try to criticize you and pigeonhole you and put you into a category where hopefully people will not listen to what you're saying. It's the classic tactic of shooting the messenger and ignoring the message. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. That's what they're trying to say. Oh, that'll never happen. How many times have you heard that? Well, on today's show, I want to talk again about what's going on in our schools. If you get tired of me talking about this, shame on you, because this has to be addressed. If we don't look at our local public schools, then our country and our culture and our communities are lost. Everything that you see right now that frustrates you, I was on the campaign trail yesterday in a town here in Oklahoma, in District 1, Northeast Oklahoma, going door to door. And one of the people that I stopped to talk to, they had their flag in their front yard, their American flag, flying high and proud. Well, not so proud. They had it flying upside down. They did it on purpose. Uh, We surrender. The The nation is has been given over is 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 what that message is is the message of that flag at least i assumed it was and i asked the people as i was talking to them tell me about your flag is that a p- political statement and she just hung her head she hung her head and said we're just so disgusted with what's going on i'm hearing this from republicans and democrats alike we're so disgusted with what's going on well the awareness of what's going on is a good step. At least these people aren't hiding uh, hiding their eyes. They're not plugging their ears. They're not sitting there. I see no evil. I hear no evil. I'll do no evil. You know, like a stupid monkey. They're not doing that. At least they're aware of it. But we have to correct it. Being aware is one thing. Doing something about it, taking action, is another One of the most uh, repeated comments you've heard me mention on this show is Dietrich Bonhoeffer's quote, Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. I'll say that one more time. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. I'm so tired of conservatives who won't speak up. They know something is wrong, they're aware of it, but they won't speak up. At least these people, at least these people that I stopped uh, at their front door yesterday here in Northeast Oklahoma, at least they were speaking up by the way they were flying their flag. You can agree or disagree with what they chose to do, but I think they, they should be commended for being courageous enough in their community to fly the flag and say, this is a mess, we're disgusted with what's going on. But here's the thing, people, not to speak is to speak, and not to act is to act. We can speak, but then we need to act, and the actions we need to take need to begin in our local schools. I'm going to share with you again things I've talked about before, but you need to recognize that they are real. And they're not just in San Francisco and New York and Washington, D.C. They're happening right here in your own backyard. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break. I'll be right back in a couple minutes, and we'll we'll talk more about things that I've already told you about. In fact, I, uh, let's title the rest of the show. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. Uh, like I said, I, I the, the rest of the show just... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll title it. I told you so. Here's here, here here's one thing we talked about last week. On April 9th, on April April 9th, just a few days ago, Oklahoma State University hosted a drag queen story hour for kids as young as 2 years of age on its campus. 2 years of age! They actually put it on a poster for ages 2 through 8. They said on their poster Oh, they took it off. They'll, they'll deny it now because people were outraged. They called them on it, and they took it off, their online version of that poster. But it was there. People have screenshots of it. Their denial is useless. We know what their intent was. They wanted two-year-olds there, three-year-olds, four-year-olds. They're not content to start in kindergarten. They want to start as soon as they possibly can. They want to start what? Grooming. They hate that word. They hate that word right now. I'm on a radio show every week in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and we talked about this. The host, Bob Franz, and I were talking how the left hates it. They absolutely hate it when you call them groomers. And what I suggested is keep doing it. They hate it for a reason. You've hit the mark. That's one of the ways you can speak. Not to speak is to speak. Well, one way to speak is to continue to shine a light on this grooming. I mean, this event at Oklahoma State, it it took part in their annual Pride celebration. This was Pride 2022. That's what they called it. We've talked about that before. Why are we celebrating Pride? It's one of the seven deadly sins. At least it has been for 2,000 years of the church. C.S. Lewis calls it the ultimate sin, the sin that leads to all other sins, pride. And now we have a whole month where we celebrate pride. Okay, at this pride celebration, the program stated that two drag performers would read books to all attendees at the drag queen story hour, and it was geared toward children between the ages of two and eight, like I said. But they made it clear on the poster that all ages were welcome to join in the fun, close quote. You heard me correctly. Okay, I just want you to make sure, if you didn't listen to me talking about this last week, you heard me correctly. A major university paid for for by the good conservative Citizens here in the heartland of America, the reddest of red states, Northeast, well, Oklahoma. I guess Oklahoma State isn't in Northeast Oklahoma. I am. Most of you listening right now are. The good conservative citizens, you and I are paying for it, it out of Northeast Oklahoma because our tax dollars go to support what? Our local public universities. Oklahoma State is obviously one of the two major ones. Okay, they're, they're open, openly declaring that they're working to groom your children and that they're starting when they are two years old. Does that bother you? It should. And this nonsense is pervasive across the nation. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. And if it's happening here in Oklahoma, it's happening in everyone's backyard across the nation. And I've, I've proven that before. I've told you, I've told you before of the Chicago Public School District where they're now providing prophylactics, condoms, to all 5th graders. 5th graders throughout the city's school system. Everyone, all the 5th graders now have condoms given out to them by the local public schools because they want to, quote, make condoms available to students when they think they need them, close quote. Chicago public schools, it's more important to hand out condoms than f- to fifth graders than talk about character and tell young men and women to control themselves. Well, it, this is, are, are these kids just a bunch of animals that need to be fed when they need to be fed? Oh. D- are, are they going to teach them that they're not animals and that they should control themselves and that they shouldn't feed their passions every time they want to? Apparently not in Chicago. I've told you before of the Arizona Department of Education's promotion of books and research papers that claim babies as young as three months old, three months, are already, quote, harboring sexual biases that demand the state's intervention, close quote. No, that's not QAnon, not making it up. That's what they say. This is a direct quote. From the Arizona Department of Education, I've given you a direct quote from the Chicago Public School District. Chicago, again, they want to make condoms available to students when they need them. Close quote. For fifth graders, Arizona Department of Education, again, they think three months old is when your kids are harboring sexual biases that demand the state's intervention. Close quote. I've told you before of New York City's Justine Ang Fonte, who proudly made the media rounds defending teaching first graders in Manhattan how to masturbate, while at the same time she was teaching porn literacy to high school juniors at New York City's Columbia Grammar Prep. That's, that's important stuff for first graders, right? She's teaching them how to masturbate, and she's teaching juniors, older kids, obviously. She doesn't need to worry about that stuff anymore with the older kids. She already taught them when they were first graders. So what's she going to teach the older kids, the juniors in high school? Porn literacy. I've told you before about the National Education Association. This is the NEA. This is the organization that, that almost every single public teacher supports. Oh, you might have some, and I've said before, I'm not attacking you if you're one of the good ones. If you're in the belly of the beast and you're trying to fight it, good for you. You are a hero. So I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing everybody else, and the everybody else is the huge majority that align with the National Education Association. The OEA here in Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Education Association, is part of that. And then you've got your local teacher associations like the Bartlesville Education Association, the BEA. You're you're part of that. So what I'm going to say right now is all of you are part of that. If you're supporting that, if you're paying dues into that, if you're going to their conferences, you're part of that. And I've told you, before of this organization's official declaration at its last annual conference, where its members voted to codify the following. I'm quoting right now. We resolve to develop a study to critique cis-heteropatriarchy. Close quote. Now what does that mean? It means that the NEA is telling you straight up that they will be teaching your kids that two-parent families, traditional morality, and heterosexual fidelity, all those things fall under the definition of cis-heteropatriarchy. They're basically just going to tell your students that all that stuff should be dismantled and replaced with their neo-Marxist sexual nihilism. That's what they're saying. I've told you about it before. I've told you repeatedly of Bartlesville Public Schools right here in my own backyard, here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, where where they're openly promoting Toni Morrison's book, The Bluest Eye. And I've covered that book with you. Why do I have a problem with that? Why should you be outraged that it's in your libraries and your kids are being told to go check it out? Or that it's been actually included in the curriculum of one of your kids' classes. What's wrong with it? It has a full-page, salacious description of a father raping his daughter. Is that what you want in your kid's head? Do you want that kind of stuff? You know, we're told, I think it's in Hebrews, to not even think about what the evil do in secret. Sometimes I feel guilty even telling you what I just told you, that this book has a full-page salacious description of a father raping his daughter. Even that is too much. We're thinking about what the evil is doing in secret. Do you want your kid reading a a whole full-page description of what I just told you about? I've told you over and over again of all of this stuff. Are you waving the flag? Like this woman that I was talking to on the campaign trail. She's got her flag out in her front yard, and she's waving her flag, and she's saying, this is nonsense. We've had it. We've had it with this nonsense. Oh, you might, you might think that putting the American flag upside down is inappropriate. It's disrespectful to our nation. I get that. I get that. But what is your nation going to become if we don't do anything about this stuff? I've repeatedly beat this drum. I've told you as recently as last summer, I think it was July, it was near the 4th of July where I wrote this article and and mentioned it on this radio show. The production of the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir, where they sang over and over and over again. These are the lyrics, I'm going to quote just a portion of them. (laughs) I Don't have time to put the whole song on here, obviously, but this is what they sang over and over and over again. We'll convert your children. It happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. There's really no escaping it. We'll convert your children. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. We are coming for your children. We'll convert your children. Close quote. I told you of that. Oh, there's nothing to see here, right? There's nothing to see here. No, there's a lot to see here. The bottom line is this. Your public schools are grooming your children. They're grooming them. You've got Arizona, Chicago. You have the National Education Association. You have this men's gay choir in San Francisco. You have cartoons. Disney's admitting. Disney is admitting that they're grooming your children. You heard the videos You've read about it. Their production staff is talking about grooming your children. They're admitting it now. These people are doing it openly and without apology. And they're starting before your kids. Your sons and daughters can even recite their ABCs. They're starting at two years of age. It's not QAnon conspiracy. It's not moral panic. It's not homophobic conservatives who are just freaking out. No, this garbage is real. It's simply and clearly a fact. But that's not the end of it. There's a lot more here. Not only are your local schools abusing your sons and daughters' hearts, minds, and souls, but they're also abusing their bodies. America's public schools have become hunting grounds for sexual predators. And as I mentioned previously, Chris Rufo has reported the following. I think it was in the City Journal first, and then Fox News picked it up. But you're not hearing this from anybody else, right? In fact, if you haven't listened to my show before, you probably have never even heard what I'm going to say. But this past week, Chris Rufo reported that the Most Comprehensive Analysis Concerning Sexual Abuse in America's Public Schools, published by the United States Department of Education, estimates that nearly 10% of K-12 through 12 students have been victims of sexual misconduct by a public school employee. 10%. Now, in case you missed that, I'm going to say this again. Chris Rufo just shined a light on this ugly fact that our own government is admitting our public schools are sexually abusing 10% of your kids. That's more than 4.5 million children nationwide. I mean, we, the, the media lost its ever-loving mind when the Catholic Church was exposed, that they had some priests abusing children. This number from Chris Rufo's report from our Department of Education, ten percent, four point five million—it's a hundred times greater, literally a hundred times greater than the Catholic Church scandal. Oh, I'm not defending the Catholic Church; they didn't deal with it properly, and I'm certainly not defending the priests within the church that have compromised their faith and embarrassed, embarrassed the church with a capital C, embarrassed all of us. Who are followers of Christ? I'm I, I I'm a very conservative person when it comes to discipline. I would pr- prosecute these guys to the full extent of law. Put them in jail. Put them in jail. Now we have a Supreme Court justice apparently that thinks they should just get a slap on the hand. The way she's dealing with issues of sexual abuse. That's a that's a story for a different time, a different show, I suppose. To go after that one. But you've got. 10% of K-12 through 12 students that are victims of sexual misconduct, as reported by the U.S. Department of Education, that's 4.5 million children nationwide. And here's another one. In 2014, the Government Accountability Office, the GAO, the Government Accountability Office published a report in 2014. Warning of all this. Uh, by the way... Those numbers that Chris Rufo is reporting from the Department of Education, those are 2004 numbers. I'm not sure why we don't have anything more recent. Apparently, Rufo couldn't find anything since then. I don't know if they're reporting it since then, but if it was happening in 2004, what do you think is happening now? Do you think the numbers are greater? They're certainly not less based on all the crap that you're hearing out of culture and out of your classrooms and even out of your churches. That number hasn't gone down, trust me. It was 10% back then. Just stop and think what it probably is today. But the Government Accountability Office published this report recently, 2014. Warning of all this, they said that the public school employees were, quote, grooming students with the intent to perpetuate future sexual abuse and misconduct. This is what they're saying. They told us that educators were exhibiting, quote, patterns of grooming behavior, such as, quote, sexually charged communication, aimed at, quote, explicit sexual conduct with a child. The Government Accountability Office told us that. Grooming children. Patterns of behaviors, such as sexually charged communication. Does that sound like maybe what's going on in Bartlesville Public Schools, where they're telling kids to go read books? that have a full-page description of a father raping his daughter. Does that sound like grooming behaviors, such as sexually charged communication? Aimed at what? What's the point of all this? Could it possibly be explicit sexual conduct with the child? Close quote. So, we're pushing drag queen story hours for two-year-olds at Oklahoma State. It's a fact. That's not moral panic for me to tell you that. It's not a QAnon theory. No, it's a fact. They pushed it. They promoted it. They said two-year-olds on their posters. It's bad enough that they were having a drag queen story hour in the first place. I don't care if they're doing it for 14-year-old kids or 12-year-old kids or 10-year-old kids or... I don't care. I don't care if they were doing it for seniors in high school. Why were they having a drag queen story hour? Oh, well, you say, well, it was at the university. it was university kids. They were pushing it to the community. And are you okay with it being pushed upon your university freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior child? I would hope you would say no. but it's a fact they're doing it at Oklahoma State University. They're distributing condoms to fifth graders in Chicago. Again, it's not queuing on the theory. It's a fact. They're promoting it. They're pushing it. They're publishing it. They're defending it because fifth graders need condoms. They're teaching masturbation to first graders in New York. And when they get caught, they go on the media tour bragging about it, proudly defending it. And they're fixing the sexual bias of three-month-old babies in Arizona. Sexual biases of three-month-old babies? Are you serious? These people have all lost their minds. Oh, and don't forget the National Education Association. They're critiquing cis-heteropatriarchy. What's that mean? A father and a mother raising their children. That's what that means. And trying to teach their children what's right and wrong. Maybe protecting them from some of this garbage. That's what cis-heteropatriarchy is. Well, every teacher at your public schools that aligns with the NEA, National Education Association, or its subsidiaries, the Oklahoma Education Association, or the Bartlesville Education Association, or the Stillwater Education Association, or the Jenks Education Education Association or the Broken Arrow Education Association. I'll go on. You want me to keep going on? The Muskogee Education Association. How about the Okmulgee Education Association? Anybody that aligns with that is part of the problem. Readings on salacious incest here in my own backyard in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. This stuff is a fact. So here's the conclusion, people. Maybe when they tell us that we'll convert your children, yes, we will, we'll convert your children, we're coming for them. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. Maybe when they tell us that, we should start believing them. Think about it. I'm Dr. Everett Piper. And this is The Rebellion.